Welcome back to Specialty Coffee Talk, the show where we talk high-quality coffee in a low-quality way. I'm your host, Philip, and today we're going to be talking about delicious coffee that I've had, and I'm going to be sharing with you my V60 recipe that I've been using um, after this month of doing a V60 every day. So let's get into the show. So today I want to talk about this past month. Um, The month isn't over. I know that. Tomorrow's Halloween. Ooh, spooky. Uh, But we have, you know, one day left. And uh, I I won't be back with you until next Monday. So um, I wanted to tell you about how this month of making a V60 a day has gone. Um, First of all, it's actually a lot harder to make a cup of coffee every day than I thought. Um, because life is just happens and you have other things you need to do and you wake up, wake up late to go to work or whatever it is. And you, you know, there's just other things going on, but I've actually learned a lot. And so I would recommend this experiment to anybody make a V60 every day, try a bunch of different stuff and then see what works best. So for me, what I've been getting uh, consistent and, and well-rounded cups from is doing, uh, has, has been a result of this whole month of doing um, coffee, or a V60, excuse me, every day, just that specific brew method. Um, I think next month I'm going to start doing a Kalita because I'd really like to uh, be better at it. I feel like I'm pretty, pretty garbage at doing Kalita. Um, but I've done V60. And so I feel like it's uh, allowed me to learn how um, more about coffee specifically and not only or not necessarily only about V60 more. So the coffee side of that being um, the way that elevation and the process and affects what you're going to grind the coffee at Obviously, you're going to have a standard grind size, but you're going to have to adjust it a little bit. Um, it really does, it changes depending on the coffee that you're using. And um, it really does affect the flavor and the extraction of that coffee. And so figuring out a specific um, repeatable and um, good, consistent brew recipe is important. So. I've been able to do that over this past month. Uh, one that I've come to that I'm really happy about. Um, so, first of all, altitude affecting um, how you're going to brew your coffee. Altitude affects the density of your bean, hardness, um, as it were. So, you're going to have a bean at 1,400 meters grown at 1,400 meters in Guatemala, say. Um, and you will have a, uh, a coarser grind will still extract pretty well because the density of that bean, the water will be able to channel into it or not channel. You don't want channeling. The water will be able to get into it, release all of the, the delicious flavor molecules, I think is what they call them. Um, uh, the water will interact with those. It'll dissolve those and then, you know, extract them through your filter into your cup. So what's going on with uh, 
that, you got low elevation, 1,400 meters, 1,500 meters, Guatemala, delicious coffee. Um, you can have a, a, a larger grind size. But if you're looking at an Ethiopia, you have an Ethiopia, let's say. Let's just say you're Philip and you're obsessed with Ethiopian coffee and you have an Ethiopia. It's at, grown at 2,200 meters. Um, it's from Yurgachev and you're like, well, hmm, I'm just going to use the same recipe, same grind size that I used for that Guatemala. Your time's going to be way off. It's going to be different. Um, I want to use that as an example because yesterday um, I was hanging out with a few people and we were making coffee and we used the same recipe with two different coffees. We did, we did some more Angel's Cup stuff and we two different coffees that we didn't know um, what they were. Um, same recipe, but a clue to figuring out, okay, uh, maybe this was, maybe this is not uh, grown in certain parts of South America because the elevation was clearly higher uh, for that coffee because of the density of the bean. It took about a minute longer for one of the coffees than the other for the brew time. And that to me was really exciting. Um, because it just continued to kind of like what we're learning, but it continued uh, we Because me and my friends are into coffee. That's why I say we but uh, what I uh, continue to learn is that The stuff that I, I read I'm able to apply it better um, in in Circumstance of just making a brew every day um, So that was a really cool cool thing to see where we were doing an angel's cup and this coffee was from South America and this coffee was from you know Africa um, one of them was from Colombia the other ones from Ethiopia one grown at way lower elevation one at a lot higher elevation and the fact that there's a whole minute of of uh, difference in the time that the water was uh, going through the grounds and through the filter because of the density of an Ethiopian bean compared to the density of the one from Colombia based upon uh, altitude that it was grown at and um, I would assume I would assume that varietal might play into that as well but I don't want to assume things because I don't know for sure but I'm going to toss that out as a thought does varietal play into it? let me know Give, shoot me an email SpecialtyCoffeeTalk at gmail.com. Anyway, so that uh, has been really fun. So for me, I've been making a cup of coffee every day uh, with a Costa Rica and with an Ethiopia uh, that... So the Ethiopia I got from a place called Handlebar Coffee Roasters in Santa Barbara, California. Um, and then the other one I got from Augie's Coffee, the Costa Rica. Uh, the Ethiopia from Handlebar has honestly been, I don't know, I wasn't, I haven't been jazzed about it. Um, it, it just, I don't like the way it tastes. Um, it's from Ben, Benadtu or something like that. That's a, a washed process. And I wasn't, I just haven't been very excited about it. Um, it's, it wasn't very good. Um, but that was kind of also a, a good thing for me to have at the time of doing this whole experiment because for me, now I have a coffee that I need to figure out where the good stuff is 
and by the good stuff I mean flavor, um, and, and figure out how to extract that rather than the other garbage that I didn't enjoy. Um, and obviously flavor is subjective, but I really think it was... I don't know why they bought that coffee, to be honest. Anyway, that's a lot of judgment. I don't want to be throwing shade. Love Handlebar. They're great, but that was it was disappointing, I have to be honest. Um, the Costa Rica, it's a Costa Rica down alley. I still have some left. I'm probably going to cold brew it because... Um, it was a good, solid coffee. It was one of those drinkable coffees um, that you make and you give to someone who you're trying to get into coffee. Um, it wasn't. A, it was not an experience of any special kind. It wasn't exciting. It was, you know, uh, your basic like grape, and it had a little dark chocolate in there, and then maybe a little bit of. Uh, a little bit of cane sweetness, like the slightest amount, and it was like in a very approachable coffee. Um, so that was fun also to just kind of be um, making that happen uh, to make it better. So from the beginning of the month, just uh, focusing on making a cup of coffee every day. For some reason, at the beginning, I was doing really well and making too many cups of coffee every day. Um, and then it started to get slower, and then like this one day I got home really late, and it was like 11 o'clock, and I was like, I have to make the cup of coffee. It's, it's, it's late, but I got to do it because it matters so much. Um, so I made a cup of coffee, didn't drink it. I know all of you are gasping out there, You're just in shock and horror. It was late, I had to work the next day. I'm sorry. Um, but that... Uh, continued, repetitive, uh, but varied in recipe. And so for me, it helped me learn a lot, uh, like I said. Um, so the grind size will change for every bean that you have. It's just going to change. That's how it is. It's going to be different. You're going to need to. Um, you're going to need to do that if you want the best result. And results may vary. See on the package. Um, just because of the, like, the nature of the thing, that it, it's, uh, changing, um, from the time it's roasted, and then you get it, and then over the days that you have it, it also is still changing, and the flavor is still changing, um, so there's all those different factors that play into what, um, happens with your coffee and so it was fun to see the difference as it like this like day five. Oh wow day five it's like sweeter than it was yesterday that's kind of weird and then tomorrow like oh now it's not sweet why is it doing that um just because of you know how the how the bean interacts with the oxygen and all that geeky nonsense that i am not equipped to explain um, but we uh, had fun doing that, and by we I mean I. I keep saying we for some reason. Um, I had a lot of fun doing that, and so for me it was a great experience. Um, just just because I feel like in a month I packed in a lot of learning, and so for for right now I'm going to give you my recipe uh, of what I'm what I do now, and I want your feedback on it. Um, it's basically a conglomerate of a lot of people's recipes, um, the things that I think worked best, and um, 
the things that I like to do best. So for me, I started to do a lot less coffee just because I I used to do like a 24 or excuse me, 25 to 400, but that was so much coffee in the end. Like the the amount that comes out is about 2 cups and um for me, whenever I would have it, I would be like, "Wow, I I'm drinking so much coffee right now." And so I switched it up. I went down to 15 grams of coffee. Um, to 250 grams of water and that yields a really pleasant cup it leaves you wanting more but it leaves you very satisfied so you're like I could drink more of that but I don't need to um, and so for me just as a single cup of coffee that worked out spectacularly um, that works really well for me now and is more satisfying. Also, I mean, I'm saving 10 grams of coffee every time I make a cup. That's pretty great. Uh, so, 15 to 250. I do a 45 gram bloom, and um, that is because what I have found to be um, very true so far is that there's uh there's doing like double your grams of coffee so 30 grams of water and then there's doing uh three times which is something that i've also heard which is a lot of water but then there's a place right in the middle of both of those that has been best at yielding um something for me, uh, excuse me, four times, three times is what I think it works best. So I do 40 gram bloom. It's almost three times as much, uh, as the 15 grams of coffee, 40 gram bloom of water, and then wait 40 seconds and then do a, uh, 50 gram pour until one minute and then let it drain through until a minute 30 and at a minute 30 once again I do a 50 gram pour and then I try to make sure that I'm pouring that until two minutes and then at two minutes and 30 seconds I do a 50 gram pour and then at three minutes I finish it off and that has um, yielded a really really good cup of coffee for me um, and it's come out really well and so the the amount of time that it will take like I try to I try to make sure that it goes about four minutes to four minutes and 30 seconds I believe I just realized that earlier in the show I may have plagued you with misinformation um, if you have a lower elevation coffee to a finer grind so that you have you know longer brew time and if you have a higher elevation coffee, do a coarser brew time so you have less coarser brew time, a coarser uh, grind size so you have the right brew time. I just realized that I think I said that wrong earlier, and now I sound like a complete doofus. And I'm so sorry. But what can you do? Anyway. 
Um, so the grind size is going to change depending on the coffee that you have. I just like to start with an 18 on my Barazza Virtuoso, and then um, from there I figure out uh, where to go. Uh, if I have the information, some people don't give you that that uh, elevation, but if I have the information for the elevation, I'll you know adjust coarser or finer based on that. Um, and that is all that I have for you today, my friends. Hopefully this was informative and not destructive to your thinking. Hopefully I didn't say that wrong, because I feel like I did. And now I feel stupid. Um, but one cannot change what one has done. Although I could go back and do it, but I can't, technically. All well, everybody, as I've said before, you are a champion. The real test of being a, a true, a true stout, strong human being has been making it to the end of this podcast, and you deserve a cookie. If I had cookies, I'd give you all a cookie, but I do not, unfortunately, have a cookie. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for taking the time. I have been your big doofus of a host, Philip Coe, and we will see you next time for another conversation.